Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded September 6th, 2023. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. Today in the podcast, two big things you need to know. First, AI leadership bounced back as the summer came to a close, but tactical problems with the growth trade remain. Second, things that jumped out in our high-frequency indicators last week included improving earnings revisions in energy and financials and an improvement in 2024 GDP forecasts, both of which support a transition in stock market leadership back to cyclicals and value. If you'd like to hear more, here's another five minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple and Spotify. Now the details. Takeaway number one. AI leadership bounced back as summer came to a close, but tactical problems with the growth trade remain. AI has been in the spotlight within the equity community this year, and with this in mind, we've been tracking the levels of AI-related commentary in S&P 500 transcripts, as well as the performance of the stocks that have been talking about AI the most within the S&P 500. In our charts of the week, we highlight how the level of AI-related commentary in S&P 500 transcripts moved up in August, but was still below its June peak, as well as how the companies in the S&P 500 that have talked about AI the most this year have outperformed strongly in 2023. Our performance analysis also highlights how AI leadership took a break for much of the summer, but bounced back again in late August. This bounce back in AI leadership, despite AI-related commentary tracking below peak levels, provided a somewhat confusing end to a summer in which a transition in leadership away from megacap growth stocks that many investors had been hoping for finally seemed to be getting underway. Despite that late summer shift, it's important to keep in mind that the tactical problems with the large-cap growth trade we've been writing about this summer haven't gone away. Growth valuations have only corrected slightly relative to value and remain extremely elevated. The weekly CFTC data for asset manager positioning and NASDAQ 100 futures has also suggested that the large cap growth trade has been overowned and that positioning is starting to slip a bit. Additionally, earnings sentiment, the rate of upward EPS estimate revisions, continues to favor growth relative to value, but the gap has started to narrow, suggesting growth is is seeing its dominance on the earnings front fade a bit. And flows to U.S. growth funds have also turned negative, while value flows are still negative but stabilizing. It's also worth noting that stock market concentration, the percent of S&P 500 market cap in the top 10 stocks, has also gotten back to levels that marked an all-time high earlier this year. Moving on to takeaway number two, what else jumps out on our high-frequency indicators? Two of these support a leadership transition back to cyclicals and value. First, earnings revision trends are improving in two key cyclical value sectors. On the latest available weekly data, both energy and financials have moved into positive territory, meaning both are seeing mostly positive revisions to sell-side earnings forecasts again. Second, full-year 2024 GDP forecasts have finally started to move up. Consensus forecasts for 2024 real GDP have moved up to 0.9% from 0.6% a month ago. Sluggish economic growth expectations typically favor growth stocks, and an improvement in GDP forecast has seemed needed to help leadership in cyclicals and values reignite. The third thing that jumped out is more pertinent to the broader market directional call. Overall equity market sentiment and positioning does appear to be in retreat. Net bulls on the AAII survey, at least on the four-week average, continued to ease last week, while positioning by asset managers in S&P 500 futures contracts has also moved a little bit lower over the past few weeks. 
This shift alleviates one of our near-term concerns about U.S. equities, the idea of crowding or over-ownership or excess enthusiasm. But we aren't yet back to levels that suggest the deterioration and sentiment has fully played out. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to reach out to your RBC representative with any questions. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives. Mm -hmm.